Hammer. It's me, Matty Ice. I haven't talked to you in like six hours. Where are you, bro? I miss you. Seriously, though. Y'all could call me back? For real, though, you said you were fly curious. I took that seriously. Took time out of my day. I was going to show you the way of being fly curious. But no, you got to listen to Alex and ruin everything. It's fine. I forgive you. Call me back. It's almost 13 hours now. I love you. Talk to you soon, Jabberhammer. Screw you, Alex. Ruin everything. Really, Paul? Welcome to the Bass and Brews podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alex from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. Ooh, I fucked that up. Look at Paul coming in for the save. I fucked that up. What What happened? Hey-oh. <laughs> You're the worst. Love that. For people that aren't aren't watching, who are listening, we had a Willa, we had a Willa meme up. <laughs> Willa, a Willa meme up for the beginning of the podcast. And Alex, Al, y'all, Alex has not been here so often the last month that he played the wrong intro music, and I had I to save did. us. Yeah, I had to save us, and he was getting mad at me. He was starting to shake his head, and he pushed away from the microphone. I heard because, something. Yeah. yeah, because I had to play the the correct one. Because Alex, you know, he shows up every now and again, and when he does, all he does is fuck the podcast up. So I think we need to take a poll. We need everybody to to poll us uh, somehow or another and yeah. go on there and say, should Alex just be doing social media? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. I've been trying to uh, stop hosting this with you uh, since I brought you on um, because you're pretty much the worst person ever. The only reason I kept you on is because you have no life and you could run the show while I was gone. I had a real life live interview slash um, um, trial for our guest last week. Mr. Evan goes fishing yeah and he was not he thought he was ready and he was not ready live we did he was ready he was a wild card he was all (laughs) in it and then when the music started and when the music ended and the camera came on he froze (laughs) listen it happens you know this is not early that's right that's Mm -hmm. the way to do it hey uh before we get started look at this sweet hat i got this y'all look hat and this awesome uh crusher uh, Koozie, Paul sent me some stuff, and it was really nice. He sent me a uh, the big sun hat you guys see him wear all the time. Uh, Amanda, the mail lady, is going to be wearing that on her route. Um, she's going to do some y'all look videos for you guys. Um, but then the greatest part was at the bottom of the box, uh, Paul just threw a bunch of fucking trash from his garage <laughs> at the bottom of it. There's like unused sun or used up sunscreen that's actually a, a, like a hazard because it was like a spray bottle. There's like half used baits. He just sent me trash. It was and a Hobie but sticker. I the biggest trash a, of all. I thought you were gonna do an unboxing and put it on TikTok. Why why? Why Yeah, because you? because life life came around, Paul. You know what I mean? We've had a busy week. Speaking of that, how's your week going, Paul? Oh wait, yeah, well, that's right. Nobody gives a fuck. Anyways, hey, here's we've got the other Brandon. thing is what also what Amanda is wearing, which didn't yes. come in that package, it came in a separate package, is 
Have you seen on like Instagram and Facebook the uh, put your face on clothes? Yeah. I sent her some underwear with <laughs> my face on it. Solid man. She needs a good pair of period panties. You know what I mean? Well, hey, here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna go. You're gonna go to. You know. Y- y'all are gonna have a good date night, and you're gonna, yeah. You're gonna go lay down, and you're gonna start you know doing your yeah. stuff, and then my face is gonna be staring your face up. Matter of fact, I can't. Oh, I know who it was. Uh, uh, Dave. Apparently, that's his name. I had no idea who the fuck Dave was forever. But Wolf of Walmart. Yes. He said, "Have you ever gone up on your wife?" I. What, what does that mean? You don't get it, you short fuck. Oh. <laughs> fuck you, Dave. Fuck you. <laughs> Took Look, me a he minute. Has a, he has an alarm set to text me to remind me to say that, but I, I remembered. But actually, <laughs> to answer your question about my week, it was kind Nobody of actually cares. pretty shitty. My fucking dog died yesterday. I had to put I it heard down, about that. And yeah. I have not. I, it was. any. I can't, I'm not going the whole story, but anyway, I took him to the vet. I was fucking. Like, I wasn't bawling, but I had the <laughs> mm-hmm. that for, like, trying to talk to it. it. was fucking horrible. And then last night, we recorded the Queen City Chronicles 8 event. And when I record my podcast, when I go in the door right over here on my right shoulder, every night from a podcast, he's always lying behind it, you know, sleeping, hanging out, sometimes comes in the garage. I went in after the podcast last night and I opened the fucking door and he wasn't there. And just started crying again. Oh, it was fucking fuck. miserable, man. Well, we old Stony Dean, 13, 13 and three quarters years old. He was a great puppy dog. He was here before the kids, and it sucked, man. You know, if you got pets and all, people know, man. It, and I've been preparing myself for a while because you know, he's old, kind of going downhill. I'll tell you what, I was worse than the wife and the kids yesterday. I was fucking, I was, I was depressed. It That's sucked, some Marley man. and me shit, right? Like, especially mm. when you get an animal before you have those kids. And then they're kind of there as the kids are all growing up. It's it's nuts. And normally I would give you a rash of shit, but uh, I'm feel bad, man. That that, that sucks. Hey, um, um, yeah, my, hey, of- my, con- my condolences, and uh, I'm glad I'm glad you're here meeting me meeting me today. You know, hey, um, there we so go. Sound like your dog lived a good life, and you know, it, it's very sad. But you know, thanks for thanks for being here. And yeah, on that back. happy note, uh, thanks for that, Paul. <laughs> uh, we've got Brandon from Throwlock Fishing, Brandon. Welcome to the Bass and Brews fishing experience. I'm going to rename right. the show that. Yeah, I'm going to rename it so when people look up the Joe Rogan experience, they'll maybe accidentally find us. No? Yeah. So I was see. this is your 101st episode. Is, it, is that correct? Is, or no. did I see that wrong? No? No. What, what I, you saw was Alex has fucked up our uh, podcast. And so, okay. like, we've got like 40 episodes that aren't showing up. Okay. It's not 40. We're missing 35 episodes. Uh, Paul's lying. But, yeah, yeah, we're we're a little bit over uh, 100 at this point. But, listen, I, I stopped putting numbers on them because, like, why? You don't need to, right? Because like, you guys I will told, see it. Hey, Brandon, I'm just saying, you know, you've, you've had yeah. guys like that. I, I watched that, heard that show with Darren Sweenbeck from Bassmaster. Yeah, dude. That guy's a legend. I can't... He's winning all these tournaments. Now he does kayak. He doesn't even know how to measure them right. He's just one of those guys who's just he knows how to nail them. But you know, when it comes to sometimes little stuff like having your boat float down the uh, dude, that episode was so much fun. The river, the Niagara River, and the Niagara River. Oh man, that left. Yeah, that that's a fuck. That's the probably the craziest story we've ever had told on here. 
is he let the ESPN Bassmaster Elite <laughs> boat fucking floating down he the Niagara River. So he, said, I, he had I mean, 12 pounds. He's like, this is my livelihood. He had to weigh in his 12 pounds. I love Darren. I was watching Bassmaster in the early, or I'm sorry, not the early, but the mid-90s. So mm -hmm. in my mind, you know, it just goes to show you who the media decides, who they want to, you know, introduce you to, which are the people that you end up, you know, admiring because I had never heard of him before. And after hearing those stories and also him, you know, he's, he's winning tournaments. I'm like, yeah, you know, not, I was a little kid. So obviously I'm not remembering everyone's name, but he, he definitely wasn't pushed as far. I don't think I ever saw him on live TV or anything when they aired, you know, the we, episodes. We, I've discussed this on this podcast and a couple others, how Bass does not embrace the personalities that yeah. they have to make it where if you want to draw people into the the slow boring ass fishing world they do not embrace some of the personalities that they have on there and it goes back the, the biggest one is it goes back to when matt robertson took his pants off yeah and had his stained tighty whities <laughs> on yeah and and they showed that lot they did it they showed it live and then they got mad at him for that shit. yeah they got mad at him for that shit. and you know i mean to me, that's probably the most exciting, one of the top 10 most exciting <laughs> times of any Bassmaster tournament that has ever been filmed. And they they fucking completely missed missed it by being assholes towards him. Uh, Bass fishing is boring as fuck. I mean, I, you, I grew up watching City Limits, and that was the mm -hmm. style that my friends and I fished. We were fishing that urban style already in, in, during that time. So he was the most realistic idol to us, and I loved his attitude, and he still, to me, is the greatest. I mean, I do think Anam is awesome, and I think he's cool, but, I mean, Iconelli is the champ. He's been the champ of personality to me. No disrespect to, you know, um, Anam. I, I think he's awesome. I got his glasses right here. I support him. I think it's cool, but like Ike is, he's Ike number is one. The man. And Look, it's funny because people bag on Ike. People are bagging on Ike, and I'm like, you guys don't even know. This guy yes, right I here. Oh, time out, time out, time out. Non fishing topic, real quick. Oh my God, you got a fucking cat in your background in a yeah. cat tree. That is, at, I'm so, oh my God, that makes my heart melt. I, I tried to deck out my little area with some fishing gear. And I I, I talked to uh, Alex prior to this, if we're going to do video. Because, I mean, I kind of one of those people where I've been doing this so long. I got like just a few little random relics that might encourage someone to actually watch this instead of just listen to it. And I just want to show y'all. Jabberhammer is here after letting his best friend passed away. So I, I just want to be prepared and try to make things as cool as possible. But the cat, well, though. Yeah, that's nobody just cares. Area, you know? <laughs> yeah, nobody cares about any of the fishing shit you brought on this show tonight. But that cat <laughs> in the background is the shit. Like that is, he jumped up on that thing at the right. He heard you on a, oh, nice. on a podcast. He well, because like, he said his here. name. If you guys don't know, Brandon's cat is named Mike Iconelli because they both have the same <laughs> amount of fishing skill. Because Mike Iconelli fucking oh, sucks. Oh my god, he sucks. He sucks uh, at Alex, fishing. Alex, his personality Alex sucks. Alex his videos says that, suck. But he doesn't oh. need it. He doesn't mean it. Look, I'm going to crack another one for Ike and Elliot on that note. Uh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick you off the show. Hey, somebody, somebody <laughs> made, I saw a post, I think it was Facebook or Instagram, I can't remember. I saw a post and somebody listed like, they had a top 10 or top something list of anglers and they had the most influential one on there. Fuck, I can't remember who it was now, but Ike was not on that list. And I can tell you right now that if you go and ask just the general public, yeah, ask the general public, 
who's the who who's the most famous bass angler? Most of them are gonna. These are people not in the industry. Maybe fish a little bit, but these are not the people that go to the Bassmaster Classic, right? These are just your general ass neighbors that don't do anything. <laughs> they're gonna know Bill Dance, yep. and they're probably gonna know Ike. Yep. So Bill, he was. You know, I was watching him on on. Mm. I could still sing the intro song. You know, I heard it so many times as a kid. So that that sing was it. really the only meat. Sing it. It's you know the sun is just starting to rise up over the treetops and it's gonna Thank be a God beautiful you didn't day. Sing that that or his me. fucking show would have ended. Five <laughs> <seconds> <laughs> but you know that uh, it was kind of funny because mm. hearing here learning at the time you didn't really know, but he's just fishing like stock farm ponds. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocking them, he could pick his poison. You know, he's like, hmm, which, but not discrediting him by any means. He's awesome, but, and he's done, he's done every blooper in the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he was the original content creator before content creators like he yeah, has so all respect all respect to bill dance first rest in peace bill dance he's not dead motherfucker oh shit my bad hey here's the thing about bill dance and him fishing stop farm ponds uh if you want to be famous on fishing we've talked about the ways to be famous but one of them is to catch big fish yeah so sure if he was going out to like lake norman or these big lakes and catching a bunch of 12 14 inches Nobody fucking cares, but you see him reel in six or eight, six pounders in an episode. Your ass is out there trying to do what he was doing everywhere you were. People want to see you catch big fish. And it and works he did sometimes. all the other shit. Yeah, well, it works all the time. People want to see big fish. That's why well, I'm Alex, saying, you know, yeah. buying, buying baits and trying new techniques. You know, I mean, you'd be surprised. I feel like there's a little truth to everything you hear when you see all these random tips, honestly. Yeah. You just, it's crazy when you put in the time to actually do certain techniques and you get bit on it and you get bit on it, you know, the first couple casts doing it, then you start doing it so much, it, you know, maybe that's why you're getting bit. But I, I, there's a, I think there's a little truth to every every tip you see online. Um, all the, regurg- the regurgitated ones on TikTok drive me nuts, but I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. Hey, I did want to cover this uh, before we got too far into this. Hey, a Kraken bass on TikTok, you can go fuck yourself. You are a fucking scumbag who steals people's content. (laughs) And honestly, you can go fuck yourself. Not only that is when we went to his video and called him out for taking content from Pond Hop and VA and not tagging him, not giving him credit, he had the audacity to uh, have Pond Hopping almost banned for bullying because we were calling him out for stealing shit. So Kraken Bass, come find me. On fucking in podcast land, come try to cancel us here, you piece of shit. <laughs> and honestly, you are a fucking chat GBT fucking robot lowlife who's selling a $500 master class on bass fishing. And you can't even catch a fucking fish yourself. I was so fucking hot about this. And I still am. Fuck you. Because this is bullshit. After the episode that we had with Paige, where she wasn't getting called out for her content. And then this is fucking douchebag comes in. Fuck that. And, and hey, here's Off a small difference, box. though. Here's a small difference, though, with Paige and Pond Hopping. Is Paige's content was reused without her, and not only her, y'all, on that that post yep. that Vibe Kayaks made, but that it was not her. There were like eight other anglers that they yeah. used. That was a company. Now yep. that was a a national branded company, and so you know, my, my I'll get off of this real quick, and I'll say my piece. Companies doing that shit is bullshit. But yep. when we put shit out on the internet and I want to go use somebody else's content, is it, is it, you know, do I have to, does anybody have to name the people? No. 
but if I'm stealing somebody's, you know, it's out there for real, but I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm just trying to get views. But if you're selling shit and you're using other people's content to sell and make money, like, have a little respect for the people out there doing yeah. the shit. Fuck and, that guy. And tag them. It's not that hard. It's not that hard to tag oh, them. Oh, that was the best tag about this whole thing. thing. This stupid motherfucker said, oh, I don't know the platform. I don't know how to tag. <laughs> 57,000 okay. followers on TikTok. 19,000 followers on Instagram. 12,000 subscribers on YouTube, and you don't know how to tag? Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. You're a scumbag, and you shouldn't be part of this community. So Brandon is from West Texas, yes, America, <laughs> and he grew up watching Bill dance, and this man had nothing to fish in but farm ponds that dried up nine months out of the year, and now here he is making content, catching fish. It's your turn, Mr. Luck, to... Okay. <laughs> so, fuck yeah, I, so, I yeah, yeah. To... What was the question? I, I was there a question in there? I, no, no, you were just supposed to take it and run with it. Um, That's all right. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. There we it's, go. There uh, we go. Yeah, so, so I, I used to, <laughs> I used to be a photographer. Um, I've shot weddings. I've shot bands. You know, done portraits on. I've been on tour with two different bands. Who? Um, this band called uh, the Wild Wild Wets. And a band called Jeans Wilder. <laughs> That's two of the best fucking band names I've ever heard of. Yeah, and so I have Jeans no Wilder and Wild Wild Wets. What yeah, kind so of music was it? Awesome. Yeah, this was probably uh, mid, like probably 2012, maybe, I think. What kind of music was it? Punk? Uh, alternative rock, yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I didn't know so, West Texas had an alternative rock scene like that. This is California. This is California. Oh, I thought we were from West Texas. <laughs> nah, nah, California. Oh, my God, you're not getting it. Do you see my fucking Ooh. air quotes? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, Listen, sir. Listen, okay, to make it clear, go. Brandon is from Eureka, California. He can give you all the fishing spots up there. You'll be good to go. 100%, I got you. <laughs> Just follow me, and you're going to learn how to catch all the dinks you want. <laughs> so how long have you been fishing, man? Uh, you know, I, it's I so... Uh, 1995 to 2001 heavily and then a big gap like then to 2008 to 2010 and then it's kind of funny because i just picked it back up again in 2020 and i it's been like my jam ever since so uh, you know i was into it from 1995 even as a kid i, I, yeah. I got my first float tube and i think probably 97 so i've been float tubing since 97. um still never bought a boat only been in a bass boat a handful of times. Uh, would love a kayak, but don't have room for one of those, and they're just a little too heavy to lug around. So I just kind of been been tubing that whole time. I kind of was got one of those guys who's like, the only time I'm going to bank fish is if it's at a, a pond. Otherwise, I've, I got to be in my tube uh, or occasionally rent a boat. But honestly, I, I pretty much never rent a boat. Pretty much okay. All right, that's that's awesome. Now. I have I have never been in a float tube, and up until like so, your fishing journey kind of mimics mine almost to an exact fucking T. Yeah, nice. I was before '95 to 2000, and then eight eight to ten, well eight to nine, and then I got back into it in December 2020 is when I really got back into it. And so yeah. when I started listening to podcasts, I started listening to these cat guys. Um, Brian Owl is one from from California that's now in Texas as a big time kayak angler. And he talked about float tube, and I'm like, what the fuck is a 
float tube. Like, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck a float tube is because, you know, if you come down to the southeast and you put your ass in a float tube in some of these places, you're going to be on the news by getting eaten by an alligator. And so, <laughs> like, we don't have that shit down here. Not that I know of. Nobody knows dumb No, you guys got tubing. Tubing is usually just a bunch of uh, but, overweight okay. sophomore college girls drinking Shh. twisted iced tea down the river. Yes, here in West, yes. here in West Texas, in West Texas, <laughs> we float tube a lot. All right, but all right. So explain to me. I don't know what the fuck a float tube is. I have no idea. And watching your videos, I've kind of seen it, but since we're in first person view, I don't get what what the hell is it. So I always explain it to random people that ask me, like my neighbors who have no idea fucking anything anything about fishing. It's like a it's like a horseshoe shaped inner tube with a little bucket seat. You wear you wear waterproof waiter overalls. That's what I tell them. But you're wearing waiters, you know. And then you got flippers on, and then you just kick backwards to wherever you want to go. And then once you're there, you're just like being in a lazy boy, and you can just kind of move around and cast where you want. So that's kind of how get, I explain to the public who just you know. Do you get wet? Like is is the is the waterproof waiters not got shoes on the end of it it's got flippers or, or do you stay dry the whole time like can you so, fish in the winter yeah so so the 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 booties the foot part it's made out of a neoprene like a wetsuit mm -hmm. it goes up to like about a booty so a couple inches above your ankle bone and then from there it's this it's this uh material that's like real breathable you almost feel like you're getting wet when you wear it and that comes up as like the overalls so it's you know in the summertime i'm wearing you know like some workout shorts that I don't work out in. I just float tube in them, you know, my most comfortable <laughs> shorts I own, you know, and I'm wearing those waders and then that's it. Your feet are still pretty hot when the water is like 80 degrees, you know. I was about but to say, being in waders like that, because I used to duck hunt. And so in, in November, when duck season comes in here in the Carolinas, this fucking still like 85, 90 degrees. And you are fucking sweating. Are you just sweating your balls off in this thing when you go fishing when it's hot? Like, Nah, I mean, uh, I mean, the area I'm in, you have to wear the waders. If I'm in an area where you, you don't have to wear the waders, I'm going to wear my board shorts 100%. Why do you uh, have to wear the waders? Is it a law? Yeah, so it, they're pretty much all the all the lakes that I fish are man-made water reservoirs. Mm -hmm. We got to pay $11 to fish every time you you know, you know launch or just fish from shore. Um, if you have a boat, it's additional, I think, 11 or even more on top of that. Just one of the reasons why I've never, you know, moved on from from mm -hmm. the float. All right, where does all your shit go? Do you have like rod holders, like we do on kayaks? Like, are these fishing vessels that you can trick out to put rods behind you in a tackle box and shit like that, or is it you get these floating tackle boxes that you just tether to you and they're like hanging around like a cooler floating down the river? Yeah, no. So I mean, for me, there's behind the seat, there's an area where I keep a, a bucket. It's like, I'm not sure how big it is, but it's kind of one of those buck, like those orange buckets you can get from uh, Home Depot, uh, mm -hmm. gallon or something. And then you can, you can use PVC pipes, or you can actually go if you're, you know, if you really want to be lazy, you can just go on eBay and buy them for a couple bucks. And they're, you know, rod holders. And you, I have two on, on my bucket on the side, so I can keep either, you know, most times it's three casting reels and a spinning setup, but sometimes it's two castings, you know, setups and two spinning rods. Um, sometimes I bring five, which is like kind of a nuisance, but generally I just bring <laughs> four because I can put all four in the bucket. 
Got the tube mm. in one hand. I got the bucket in the other hand that carries my fins. I already got my waders on. And, um, you know, I got my – the float tube has pockets where you hold your tackle. So on the left side, I have two, you know, tackle boxes. On the right side, I got all my worms and I got my, uh, you know, my – pliers, you know, anything at uh, scale, you know, I got scents. I'm a big guy on scents. I always got my scent over there, my spike it. If I want to spike something, chartreuse or whatever color you want to do. If you're not doing that, you're dropping the ball, boys. You're dropping the ball. I, I, I two think important what? questions. Hold on, Alex. No, because I'll forget this if I don't okay. ask it right now. All right. Two important questions. They're one and the same, but they're different. And I'm going to need you to answer both. When you have to go take a dookie, what do you do? And I'm sure it's different than when you have to go tinkle. Like, how do we how do we navigate the waters of going tinkle and going dookie? That's a great question, and I'm prepared because I've listened to your other podcasts. And so, <laughs> and but besides that, I already have had my answer, which this this doesn't this doesn't even jeopardize my answer. So for me, I'm fishing like three to six hours generally. But if I'm doing mm-hmm. a tournament and I got to be up really early you know, before my usual time, mm-hmm. um, it's you wake up, you drink that rebel or that coffee and that big cup of water, you get it out, you get all your gear in the car, which it's already in the car. The only thing's not in the car is the rods. Cause you never leave all your rods in the car, <laughs> no. with, you know, overnight just in case. So that I get all Texas for out. sure. Not in West Texas. Don't mess with Texas, boys. Uh, <laughs> um, so then you get, you know, you get your four or five rods out dealing with these damn cats that can take some time so your body's <laughs> moving your body kind of has an idea of like do i gotta go again you know what i mean yeah at that point you either go again or you don't and then and hey for health reasons maybe you shouldn't do this i get a shot glass and i do a shot of pepto bismo <laughs> even, even, even if i don't have to go or i don't feel like Smart. i have to go i just shoot that motherfucker anyway smart yep Yep, that's so, the uh, right, Joe. So that's the poop side. But yep. when you have to go pee, because none of oh, yeah, that yeah. gets the pee out of your system. Do you piss in your waders, or do you have to get out and go tinkle on the bank and get back in them and shit? I can tell you right now that Brandon pisses his pants. He's definitely pissing in the waders. Nah, uh, yeah, well, not in my pants, but I, you know, I got like a Gatorade bottle and that bucket I was talking about, and. Uh, you know, sometimes you don't want to get off the water. You know, you're on a you're on a bite, and you gotta do what you gotta do. So yeah, you, you just keep it, put it in the waders. No one has to see anything. It's all well within the waders and that Gatorade bottle. And bada bing, bada boom, you're you're set. I, I think that's and, two and extra you, steps. You should just piss you pour, yourself. And then you pour the 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 Gatorade bottle out in the water beside you, right? No, definitely not. No. Well, what the fuck? What happens if you reach back and you're really thirsty and you're on a good bite and you reach back and you grab the wrong fucking bottle and you take he's a like, big old swig of Tinkle? He's like, mmm, a nice ice-cold bottle of lemon-lime Gatorade. <laughs> I'm, o- I'm always prepared. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I've seen one. It's a cool view to watch you, your content, when you're uh, in the tube. One thing that gets me with the tube, just from like a, a content standpoint, is as Paul said, it's kind of hard to see the whole setup, and I've never seen anybody do it yet. Mm-hmm. But getting that that big over the shoulder shot would be dope. Mm-hmm. Like you rig like a, like one of those yak attack boomsticks off of the bucket and get it up over the top would be dope. Ooh, what would be better is if you ever watch Ghost Hunters, they have the camera boom that goes out kind of in front of you that you wear. <laughs> you the little want backpack. it in front of them. Yeah. 
So uh, there's a guy on Instagram. His hash, his little thing is Lord Bird, all one word, and he has okay. a setup where he's got a camera where it shoots him from yeah. the back. He's got some videos where he like flipping a frog into the toolies and smashing them, and that view is awesome. But for me, it's too much work. Yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got my I got my tripod and my GoPro, and You're a good. lot of times people don't even see that because I'm too lazy to. Upload it all so you get the dinks I catch on my cell phone, and, that, and that's it. I'll put the pictures on my Instagram, but like most of my videos on 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 um, TikTok, it's just a bunch of dinks on my cell phone. So I'm too lazy to to upload the good ones, and no one cares. People just want to see snag lures, and I don't know. I do it for fun and to meet fun, nice guys like you. But in mm -hmm. the grand scheme of things, I really could care less about. Uh, Have you so ever hooked yourself in the tube? Have I ever what? Hooked yourself. Oh, yeah, definitely. So yesterday I was fishing and I was flipping the toolies. I was snagged deep into the toolies. It's, they're like sparse, so I'm like deep in there. So I got to get into the, you know, into them. And I got the rod bucket and I got a mega bass jerk bait with three hooks. Those things get snagged at any moment. But lo and behold, as I'm reaching to get my, 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 my uh, stick bait, the, you know, out of the toolie, I get snagged on my drop shot hook in the, in the side of my arm. So now I'm literally snagged two times. <laughs> it was, it, this really happened. And I had my brand new like sun hoodie on. And sometimes this has happened before, maybe not in this exact scenario where I'm in the toolies, but I've been snagging my arm before where you just have to get your, luckily is why I was mm -hmm. keeping my pocket knife with me. And you just have to cut as close mm -hmm. to the hook as you can to give yourself a little hole. I've done that in hoodies. I've done that in everything, but I've never been in this flipping toolie snag arm situation. <laughs> And so I didn't want to, I didn't want to cut a hole in my new, my new sun hoodie. So I cut the line and I, I pushed the hook out through the, the opposite way <laughs> to eliminate the Had damage. Save the hoodie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so when you're doing that, like, cause I know in a kayak, when you hook into a big fish or you're in that like close combat situation, hey, it's fucking awesome. Right. Feeling that fish yeah. pull the kayak. That's gotta be a trip in a tube. Yeah, I, and I, on your prior episodes, you were talking to someone about, like, the leverage you have with a fish yep. in a kayak. And, I mean, just imagine in a tube, you're, like, even a little bit lower. Yep. I've had a fish that I've caught. I was using the yo-yo retrieve, the lipless crankbait, so it bit on slack line. And I didn't even know I had it, so I went to do the next yo-yo. By the time I figured it out, that fish had ran towards me, <laughs> and it created slack on me, like, two times, and then it just came off. And it was a giant and I, so, you know, when you're in that lower angle right on the water, mm -hmm. it just, they have, they have the opportunity, I feel. And I mean, I'm not making any excuses and my bass boat experience is slim to none, but I mean, I can understand. And when you're a little higher up, it just, everything is different. The hook set, the battle. And yep. so, yeah, and the tube, it's, if they're splashing you, you're getting wet. I've, I've had fish jump off into my net, you know, because <laughs> I'm so low, like, and they're yeah. already, you know, you're trying to, pull them back and get them in the net and it's just a i mean disaster. fucking net at that point man you just just drag them right right drag into, your into lap. the damn yeah drag yeah. them into the fucking float tube right i i used to do that until i started fit when you start fishing jerk baits with three three trebles oh, yeah, on yeah, them yeah. In, in, in big deep diving plugs you you, you don't want to lift them anymore you just want to get them in the net it's a it's a nuisance when they get in that sometimes it's all hooked in the net but honestly at, at that point it's it's too hard to ground with your hand and you risk popping the tube, so a net is clutch. 100%. Okay, all right. I was going to get to that. Have you ever fallen out, and have you ever popped your tube? Um, I've never fallen out. I do know a guy who he lost his cell phone in the lake. He threw it in instead of the fish. 
And he, <laughs> and, and in his moment of panic, in his moment of panic, he went in after the after the foam, and um, he said his waders filled up, and it, you know he freaked oh, out and kind of came up quickly and, and grabbed onto. Oh, that's the scary. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Now that's and, scary. And then, Your waders filling up. Yeah, and I mean he's a good guy, and and he's a he's a great fisherman as well. So you know I don't think you just like say that happened to him. You know it didn't happen right. to him. But um, yeah, I never have had that happen personally though. But um, I mean, yeah, you know, I don't have like a bar in front of me or anything, so you very well could, I guess, slip in. But it's never happened to me. I mean, you're already kind of in the water, right? <laughs> like you're you already kind of <laughs> slipped in, right? You're just a little more upright. <laughs> it, it's below my kneecaps, just you know. So that's about as wet yeah. as you're getting, honestly. Yeah. You're, Depending wait, on your your ass isn't getting wet. No, not really. It pretty much just hits about about your kneecaps. Huh. And that's about it. So you're but, not going out a hundred yards fishing offshore in thirty foot of water. Uh, so that's the thing about West Texas. Um, the, the reservoirs that I fish, you, you can. I mean, I so I there's guys I knew who've got trolling motors and live scope on their tubes. That's where <laughs> some guys were out. Holy the fuck shit. out of here! Yeah, um, I'm not. I don't do that. All the fish that you you know that I post and everything, it's all just with my eye scopes and um, my feet. That's I want to. All I got. Fucking, listen, if you got live scope on a fucking tube, get a fucking kayak at least. Like, Alex, I mean, and you say that about if you got live scope on, on your kayak, just get a fucking boat. You just keep saying that. Yeah, and if you have live scope, hey, he doesn't on a like Iconelli. He doesn't like Iconelli. So, I know. I mean, listen, look, if you have live scope on your boat, get a fucking plane. All right, you'll be able to see him from up there. Look, the first time I meet Alex, I'm going to punch him in the face and I'm going to man-hug a fart out of him afterwards. That's a, that's a weird combination. All right. All don't right. talk Good shit call. about my hero. Listen, I don't talk shit about myself. I know I'm your hero. Um, you know. <laughs> All right, so, so how Where far are we going from the with watch? this podcast tonight? Yeah, it's, it's going crazy. I actually have a lot of questions about the tube. Um, how far are you going from like your launch spot? Like, are you, are you back, back flipping like four miles down the, the lake or. I mean, you know, I, I can't, I couldn't really gauge it. Maybe I don't want to undershoot it or, un, you know, overshoot it under over whatever you might say it is. So yeah. I guess three miles, four miles. I'm not Damn. really sure. I can only, so I hit, you know, it, it also depends standing? on the wind. Yeah, What's yeah, because the winds. Well, he said, "No wonder you're skinny." Um, yeah, because the wind. That's got to be even more of a nightmare than it is Coors being light. in a kayak. Coors light helps. Alex froze. No, I didn't. You um, anyways, internet. internet's bad. Huh? <laughs> See, yeah. So I, I always picture I, I sat in a tube once way long ago as a kid. And we did trout fishing in Washington in one, but we did do that down like a river. Like not in a lake, and I've seen the guys like do it, and it's just it's a big thing where I'm at this last summer. Like this summer, I've seen more dudes in fucking tubes than I have ever in my life. Like they're taking these tubes to these little backwater Jersey ponds, and it's a smart idea, right? Like that's an easy, that's even easier than a uh, than a kayak. So yeah, that's it's a good the, way to it's get the a forest man's boat. Yeah, and these guys obviously don't have the regulations you have because they are like board shorts, wife beater. Um, they've got some flippers that they got from Walmart strapped to their Crocs 
And uh, that's what they're <laughs> jumping in in. Hey, I mean, you know, get it done. Get it, it's it's so you can two places you can't take carry kayak, you know. Yeah. When you uh when you were with the touring with the bands, did you go fishing then? No, that was no. kind of that period, that little gap in my life. Um, I, I guess I kind of brought that up because that's kind of one of the reasons why I do create content. I, I was always kind of into taking photos and documenting things. Mm-hmm. I was taking photos even back in like 95 with just little wind-up cameras uh, for just whatever reason. That's just kind of my mindset. I think it was kind of that whole skateboard thing. You know, skateboarders always want to document the, them doing things, you know, tricks and whatnot. Yep. And I just carried that mentality into fishing even at a young age because I was already – taking dumb pictures of my friends trying to ollie up a curb or something so it's 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 really kind of the same activity when it comes to that right because sometimes you do the activity a lot by yourself like a lot of people fish by themselves a lot of people skate by themselves but then they will join up with people but like let's say you you know you ollie a six set and then you tell your friend and they're like bullshit let me see the fucking picture and it's the same way with fishing where you go hey i caught this hog and if you don't have a picture well guess what it didn't fucking happen like just didn't fucking happen it is a very i find that those two worlds uh play a lot off each other whether people realize it or not a lot of content creators in the fishing realm are trying to do things on their own and skateboarders have been doing diy since it started yeah i mean that's just kind of why i was already taking pictures and it was kind of crazy when i came back into fishing again you know at the time that i did and seeing everyone doing all this and how people have created you know careers and yeah. Made, you know, the Dugan squad started essentially off of kind of the mentality I had, but they had, you know, the born in a different time where they knew to put it on social media, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I honestly am not a fan. I don't use any Guggen gear, but I am a fan of just like what those guys have done. And I think John B is awesome. And that Lake Fork guy seems pretty cool, but you know, as a whole, I I'm buying zoom, I'm buying Robo worm, I'm buying the stuff that I like, you know? Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. At the end of the day, though, what those guys did it was kind of kind of crazy for me to come back into it and to see all that and to see what they did. Because I, I used to pour plastics at one point as well, so I was like, wow, it's kind of crazy how hey, the time changed so much. If you had to choose one to take on a float tube fishing all day event with you, would you bring Jennifer Lopez or Jennifer Aniston? I think Jennifer Lopez. I think you're. I think she'd be a little more have a little better energy. Honestly, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, man. I think it might be tougher. That Badunka Dunk's gonna sink that fucking tube real quick. Yeah, but she's got bigger boobies. Who? Yeah, better flotation. Oh. Um. So you worked with bands a lot, right? And I don't know what style of music you listen to, but who's who's the artist you want to take float float on a float trip with? Shoot, I don't know. Um, that's a that's a that's a tough question. Uh, I guess off the top of my head, I'm I'm gonna say uh, Post Malone. Oh, Post Malone yes. would be the Dude, shit. I, w- I want to hang out with Post Malone. Yeah, I don't. Yes. I'm not even a fan of his music, but just the fact that he bought that Magic card for two million—that's such a like fisherman mindset. You know, the guys who buy the expensive <laughs> like the expensive swim baits. It's like yeah. And see, that's kind of where it's funny for me from fishing for so long and kind of coming back into it at that time where it's just kind of it's it, I, I I love it. And at the same time, you know, I have a little jokes I keep to myself, you know, it's just kind of interesting. It's like I would never buy a bait for what people buy them for, but I get it, you know. 
Yeah. I think Post Malone, I don't think he'd be a good fisherman at all. I think he would show up. I think he'd show up with a, a spinning rod, which is fine, but he'd be that guy that's reeling it with the reel up, right, instead of it hanging down. But I think he'd be a party because I think he'd have a cooler full of Bud Platinum floating right behind him the whole time and hey, just chain-smoking cigarettes, and just one would, after another yeah. after another. <laughs> and he would be living his fucking life to the fullest and making everybody else's life around him yep. that much better. I mean, Dude, that would, was it, such a know, good answer. That is... How yeah. do we get, how do we, man, I hope we make it big one day. You know, the Bass and Brews fishing experience is basically like the Joe Rogan experience, but uh, with fishing. Uh, so, you know, but anyways, um, I hope we get so big that we can float tube fish with Post Malone. Like, I don't know if I could take him on a boat. One, on a boat, I think he'd get sleepy and he'd just fall asleep at some point. Right. And then a kayak, absolutely not. A kayak, he would be tired. a hazard. Yeah. A kayak, he would flip that motherfucker over. Like just I put trying him on to... the back of my Hobie, and me and him would tandem fish on the back of my Hobie together. You put him on the. Back. I don't see him waking up early either. He maybe the evening no. bite. He'd be good for the evening bite, maybe. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. but I think he would show up um, with worms, um, and I bet you, when if you gave him a rubber worm, he would still put it on the hook like it was a real live worm. <laughs> like he'd just fucking wind that thing all the way around that EWG hook. And cast it out, and he'd be like, "Congratulations, this is great." And I think it'd be awesome. Ten pounder. I could see him dragging a jig and just smoking a cigarette. You know, say <laughs> every couple puffs. That's when you every two puffs you reel at once. You know. Listen, how do we make this? You happen? Get, get, that's when you take the rod tip. I mean, I just break it. Paul, Paul, who would you take? Nobody. I fucking hate fishing with people. They're the worst. You know who I, don't I take? People either, honestly, pretty rare. I don't either. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of fishing with people either. Like that's my Actually, time. I would, I would take Alex, oh. and then I would put a hole in his float tube. There it is. There it is. See, I would take Jabberhammer because uh, the float tube couldn't hold up his fat ass, and it would instantly sink. So, yeah. yeah is there a weight limit on these float tubes? There are weight limits on them. I, I, I have no idea what. You know, what different models or different weight limits. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look, because Alex called me fat doesn't mean you have to call me fat now. We ain't in here trying to fat shame nobody, talking about I don't know what the weight limit is. Two skinny-ass people in here talking to me about this. How tall are you? 6'2". Sweet. Yeah, yeah then, I don't know, you know if I could tube very well as an adult. I don't think my legs are fucking long <laughs> enough. The, the lower back hurts sometimes, I'll tell you what. Stretching helps, though. Started stretching pretty Paul, recently. You have to to sit for a little so. Paul, there's no way you're getting in a float tube. The weight limit is 325 pounds. You got 20 oh, pounds good. over that. I could take gear with that weight limit for sure. I could take some gear. Hey, Alex, uh, do they sell children float tubes? Because <laughs> you would have to get in, like, the ages two to five one. Do you, uh, I'm just ignoring you, do you keep that thing inflated the whole time, or do you got to inflate that thing every time you show up? Yeah, so I, I store it on, on, you know, I deflate it when I store it. Okay. Uh, when you get on the water, though, especially in the summertime with the heat, you kind of got to play with the valves. I do it while I'm just on the water and just let a little air out because they, they can definitely take too much too much air in when it's hot and they can blow is, up. Is it self-inflating or do you have a pump or do you have to do it with your mouth? No, nah, I got a pump that I just put in my cigarette lighter in my car and I blow it up. And then, yeah, I will... <laughs> 
I will pump it with my mouth when I get on the water just to make sure. <laughs> Brandon shows up saying. at the fucking. Brandon shows up at the boat ramp. It's a stocked, full, busy boat ramp. He's coming down with those glasses that he's wearing right now, just uh, blowing into that thing. Just no, no, not even using the motor, just <laughs> blowing into it. Like, what's up, boys? You guys want to take a hit off this? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had I've had an old man boater tell me. What are you doing over there? What are you blowing over there? I've had, <laughs> I've had people make some jokes. And when when this wasn't the first time, yeah, definitely. Are you? So do you carry? Do you carry ahead, patches in case you get a hole in it, so you can patch it up real quick? Or is that really not something that happens? Because y'all in West Texas, don't y'all have zebra mussels in some of the lakes and shit? Damn those zebra mussels! Those Texas you know, zebra mussels. <laughs> I've never, I've never had one just blow up on me, but I have traveled up into a higher altitude area, and um, the seam had just had split the first time I blew it up up in that altitude. Probably just from years of wear and tear, but it definitely kind of ruined right. the trip. I was in an area where I planned on using the tube, all, you know, for the next three five days. So, how much are these fucking things? Yeah, and yeah, answer that, and then I got one because you brought up made one you made a poop come up into my brain and it just came out but i'm holding on to it Go ahead. these aren't that bad i just kind of looked it up these are pretty reasonable right like 200 bones yeah they're anywhere from 200 to there's this one brand called seven bass i think they're out of canada and um they're kind of the bigger brands they come with mounts that you can put a trolling motor on them already um i'm not i don't own one personally i know a lot of guys who do use them they go up to about 900 dollars <laughs> Yeah, some of these don't even. There's one brand here that th this isn't a fucking, this isn't a float tube. This is like, it's got two sets of oars. Um, it's got two full. It's basically like a baby pontoon boat, um, and that one runs like six hundred dollars on Amazon. I'm sure that's a knockoff. Um, but some of these, like, you can get one from Cabela's for like 150 bucks. That's where I got my first tube ordered yeah. online from Cabela's or Bass Pro Shops. It was just the donut one before they made them in the horseshoe shape. So you're mm -hmm. just sitting in a in a circle circular tube, and uh, yeah, you know, like it's crazy to see how they've evolved over time. How long do they last? Do you have to like get a new float tube every year or two, or is it one of these things when you get up into the the higher price ones that you're getting one that tends to last a long time? I mean, I've had just a caddis float tube that I probably bought in 2008, and I still have it. And still, I've never had to patch it. I've had no holes, um, but yeah, I, I don't use that model any longer. I use, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the one I'm using right now, but Cumberland. It's kind of a popular tube. It's like 200, 225 bucks, I think. Uh, if you're thinking about getting into float tubing, I think it's like $2,225. Yeah, if I get a float tube, that bitch is going to have a trolling motor on it. And Paul would uh, totally fucking do that. Yeah, I, look, hey, let's I want one. I want a trolling motor. I bet. I can't wait. I'm tired of kicking. No shit. Fuck. And you get you, you get, get on a mad. bite. You kind of you know they're they're biting in the back of a cove because you, you get to <laughs> one or two of them. You, you can't hit more than three coves in a day. By the time you get to the back of it, it's already been flipped by a boat or or a kayaker twenty five times. You know. So, Do you ever wear those like uh, those bike helmets that have the mirrors on the side so you can fucking see behind you as you're kicking away? I don't do that, but there's some guys who float tube and kayak some backwaters here in uh, East Texas, and they've been known to doing that to protect themselves from bums mm -hmm. who are throwing stuff at them that live. Oh, oh shit. 
No yeah. throwing, what are they throwing at them? Like poop? Rocks. I probably maybe what? poop sometimes. I, I know rocks for sure though. Yeah. I, oh, I kind of I used to fish those kind of backwaters back mm-hmm. in the day, but I haven't been into in them in a while, personally. No, we're, I fucking uh, wouldn't. Look, let me let somebody start throwing some shit at me, and I promise you, what they're throwing at me is way less velocity of what I'm gonna throw back. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Do these th- th- this Cumberland flow tube looks like the fucking bee's knees? It's it's. I mean, I've been I've been floating it, it for screen, a couple Alex. years. Put it on the screen. Hey, um, um, shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. Fucking oh, that's good. Damn it. Put it on the screen real quick. So I, I think want, I so. So we've had people fishing out of boats on the, you know, on the, uh, on the, on the bank. We've had all kinds. You are the first fishing mm-hmm. float tuber we've had, and it's kind of blowing my mind because this these shit are... is fucking amazing to me. Like I said, I heard about it a few years ago, and that shit was dumbfounded me. And it's awesome, to really. <laughs> it's the most fishing we've talked on this podcast in a year, at least. It probably is. Uh, <laughs> Hey, uh, damn it, I forgot it again. Yeah, nobody cares, oh, Paul. Oh, pull it up. While Alex is pulling that up, hey, uh, Brandon, we let's go order a float tube off of Wish.com for Alex, and then he has to film himself fishing in a Wish float tube. <laughs> and you got to have the back angle. It's got to be the good angle. It can't, yeah. it can't be like Holy uh, shit. Now, okay, see, yeah, this is way different than what I see, fucking thought. Holy you shit. You got the plastics on one side. You got, you, you know, yeah. hard levers on the other side. This yeah, thing's fucking stupid. I don't, I don't use the net in the front. Yeah. What is that for? Is that like to sit shit on and stuff? Yeah, I mean, so... The couple times I've done a tournament, it is a little sketchy. I put the net beneath the the catch board, you know, and just but then again, the fish can easily flop off, and you can lose lose the photo, lose the fish. For everybody listening, Alex brought up uh, a picture of this Cumberland float tube, and that's what we're looking at now. And it's it's way more badass than I thought it would. I thought we were gonna yeah. look at like the old black rubber inner tube that you no, get this when you rent tubes going down to the ain't it. The yeah, seat looks comfy. Badass. The seat looks comfy as shit, actually. How it's fast crazy. can you go? How fast can you go when you're moving from one spot to another? How fast are you? Are you? What is it called? Pad? Ped, it ain't pedaling. It ain't pad. How fast are you kicking? Flipping. Flippery. Flipping. Flipping. Yeah. Flippering. It, it's up to you. You know. I mean, are, how how good of shape are those legs? You know, if you've been drinking some water, you don't want to get a leg cramp when you're out there. It's happening before. <laughs> Brutal. That would suck. Oh my god, that would suck. Especially when you're camping, you know, you, you know, you're at the campsite, you have a couple of drinks, you wake up early to go fishing, and if, you, if you're not staying hydrated out there, like you're you're gonna get a leg cramp. At least so that's do, how it happens to me. Do you do a lot of camp camp fishing excursions? Do you do a lot of camping? I do. Yeah. Um. I'll, you know, I there because there's an area that's about three hours from where I live. And to me, you know, get off work on a Friday at a decent time, make that drive, try to get the evening bite. If not, you're already getting up early the next day and just take advantage of it. Either fish all day or I usually fish till about two, stop for a little bit and then get that evening bite when I'm when I'm camping somewhere. Are but, you uh, a are you a hammock camper or are you a tent camper? Or do you or do you boondock? Right, I'm more I'm more in the uh, in the car. I got a I got a Toyota Rav Four, back seats oh, down, nice. air mattress. I can just sleep right in the back. So you're boondocking it. Yeah, yeah. Dock, some dock, one of them boons. Yeah, I've got my cooler right next to me. You know, keeping I'm, the car. 
I'm all about some fucking camping and fishing, man. To me, Paul that's like camping. the essence of, of it and camping. I mean, it's been hot as shit here in North Carolina, so we hadn't been, but I'm a hammock camper. I like, I have hammocks and, you know, we hang the hammocks up and fuck a tent and, and go that route. Yeah, I'd love some camping now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's crazy. You think about what pro fishermen do, how much they drive and travel and all that just to, to fish these tournaments. You know, if you love fishing, it's not a big deal to drive a couple hours and mm-hmm. put in that effort to to get it good somewhere. That's kind of the point that I'm at, 100. Speaking of tournaments, are you uh, are do you do any tournaments in this float tube? Are there float tube tournaments? Or are you doing kayak tournaments in the tube? Yeah, so I mean, there are a group of guys who are doing float tube tournaments called Tube Mob. Um, they've been doing it for the past Bad few years name. now. Um, yeah, like, you know, they, they got, just like you got the trophy behind you, they're giving out trophies to first through third, mm-hmm. you know, biggest bag of five, minimum 13 inches okay. uh, per fish. People are pulling in, you know, hundred plus inch bags. Um, again, it, it's tough for me to fish those guys cause they have, they got, you know, trolling motors and, uh, yeah. you know, live scope or not all of them live scope, but electronics. And I definitely kind of got to a point, especially this year, when you start fishing deeper water makes you realize the benefits of having any electronics just to kind of find some of that structure in that 10 to you know 20 foot range mm-hmm. what do you got there paul what the hell is he doing oh that's his that's his little cool rag um <laughs> paul's in like a garage it's like 120 degrees i made him turn off his fan uh because it made too much noise so he's got to get his little freezer fan or his freezer I had, I had to go get this fucking this little snap like thing that cools you down because my fucking garage is so fucking hot right now. I swear my damn I think I, I could pee in my pants right now and it'd be no different than the sweat. <laughs> Sacrifices. Sacrifices. Do oh it, Paul. Do it. I dare you. Piss your pants on air. Let's see it. I can't. I don't have to tinkle yet. Nah. But so I've done three tournaments though. You're talking about okay. tournaments. I've, done, I've yes. done three tournaments. Uh, got third place in my third one. Hell yeah! Out of, nice. out of nine anglers, pulled in uh, I think eighty four point seven five inches out of my best five. Oh shit! That's a nice bag. Is, yeah. Uh, so, what do you use to measure? Do y'all use catch boards? Do you use catch stuff boards? Like, okay, so only catch boards. Okay, good. only catch boards. Yeah. Are you? Uh, I mean, one that's a big bag. I mean, it's kind of small for Texas. Um, but are you primarily fishing for uh, largies? Only largemouth, yeah. yeah. We don't have smallmouth bass in, in these lakes that, that we're fishing at. What about uh, multi-species? You fish anything else or just bass? Uh, you know, I kind of feel like I did the opposite of a lot of people. I just got into trout fishing. Uh, probably, like, I guess it goes hand-in-hand hand with the whole camping thing. It's fun to just kind of chase a new species first and mm-hmm. foremost, but then also, too, uh, camping in the mountains is a lot of fun, and for the most part, there's a lot of you know good trout fishing in the mountain. There, there's some bass lakes actually that I've, I've kind of found on the way, especially some some random ponds off the beaten path on the way to the mountains. Mm-hmm. But, a lot of uh, mountains with trout in in Texas. That's that's interesting. I I never thought that they were there, and that's crazy. Yeah, just gotta look, and you can find it. Never give up. <laughs> never give up. <laughs> Fuck you. You're off the show. You're done. <laughs> uh, Trout's fun. Are those uh, are those all stockies or there's any? Those are all stockies, right? Any, any? Yeah, for the most yeah. part, I think there are some fish that probably hold over throughout the years. Maybe right. you know they they breed and have have some offspring, but for the most part, it's a lot of a lot of stock fish. Yeah. 
Why? All right, hey, Why? Paul, Paul no, you got to no, take no. over. Nope, you got to okay. take over for a minute. Okay. The kids, okay. My, my okay. kids have been gone okay. for a week. They just got home. I'll be right back. <laughs> he ain't coming back. It's going to be like the last episode where he didn't even show up. I mean, he told me he wasn't showing up, but, you know, there it is. I'm going to say, hey, remind me when he gets back about, just remind me, say, hey, Paul, remember the ease. Okay? So when he the gets ease. back, because he does this shit, and it fucking drives me a little bonkers, and it's some shit in the fishing industry that drives me bonkers, and he does it all the time. So just remind me about the ease. The ease. So the area you're from, is is that where you're from originally? Or have you traveled the country fishing, or are you just in your that regional geographical area of where you are? Is that where you mainly fish? Yeah, just the area. Like I was saying, you know, I've driven, you know, three hours, six hours to fish new waters, but generally I haven't traveled out of state at all to fish. Well, I mean, where you are, too, you know, you got some good fisheries in the area. Lake Forest? Yeah, yep, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Lake Johnson, I have no idea if that's actual lake, but, you know, there's probably one out there. I'm sure. <laughs> so you're carrying three, maybe five rods when you go. What? It sounds like you mostly do shallow water stuff, so it sounds like you're in the grass most of the time. Or I mean, I, so I found a lot of success flipping in the past and this year the reservoirs have been really low. So I kind of started fishing deeper waters and utilizing like deeper crankbaits going down to like 20, 25 feet. And then, you know, finessing those with a drop shot once I found those, which is something I've never honestly done in the past. And it, it's been paying off, you know, so mm -hmm. it's kind of funny when, when, you know, things change, look on techniques you kept hearing about online and give them a try out of desperation and, you know, you learn something new. So, um, yeah, I, I probably fish up to 20, 25, 30 feet at max. But generally, I, I stay pretty shallow. I probably don't want to go deeper than 20 feet. Because when you think about on a bass boat, people have 20, 30 rods, and they'll have 10, 15 on the deck. And then a lot of folks that, that kayak fish will have 6 to 12, 15 rods in a kayak. And then, in, in you know, the – the easy thing is, it's like when, I, when I'm when i going fishing in the morning time, I might be shallow, and then later in the day, I'm going to go out there and be deep cranking or throwing a drop shot. So I have a specific rod combo set up for specific stuff so I don't have to tie it. Also, it's the action, right? You're not going to throw a crankbait, deep diving crankbait on some little flimsy spinning rod. Are, are, are your rods very, very multi-purpose? Yeah, so it's kind of funny, like I was mentioning, getting back into fishing in the last three years and, and hearing all these things about just different rods. And yeah, having a, a, an extra fast or a fast or a moderate rod makes all the difference in the world. I would never think about cranking without, I use a moderate rod now, but in the past, you know, I was just throwing an extra fast rod with a crankbait. Because that really you only had three. Yeah, yeah so, so yeah, so yeah, I definitely, you know, I got, I have a rod for, you know, a deep, that's why I, sometimes I'm bringing two spinning rods and two casting rods, or sometimes I'm bringing, it just depends on what in my mind I think I'm going to do the most. Man. You know, so yeah, I got, I got rods specifically for, you know, certain techniques, 100%. I, I'd be lost as fuck if, if, if like bringing more than four or five rods on a trip was the way I had to fish. I, dude, I, there's there's no doubt in my mind that they would be biting every every lure or every technique except the ones that i brought like if i could only bring four i'd be fucking lost i'd be terrible at fishing more terrible 
I, I always bring a, a boxes full of lures, and I feel like once I start carrying numerous rods, I probably change maybe once. I, I feel like the ones I bring, I'm pretty confident with, and if they're not biting that, I, I don't experiment too often. I know some guys are changing up a lot, and, and that helps, but uh, I guess without having a fish finder, you just got to kind of, I don't know, stay confident and just keep hammering what you got. Have you thought about putting a, a graph on your on your float tube? I mean, you, you're starting to fish out deeper, especially drop shotting like that. Having some side scan and some down imaging, being able to look for fish probably would be helpful. Yeah, I had an old fishing buddy. It, it kind of had the transducer already built into it. It's, it's mm -hmm. probably about two feet long. Mm -hmm. uh, people people still want it to this day, but um, yeah, I don't know. Something happened with it. Doesn't work anymore. So I need to invest in, into another fish finder. It's been it's been a little while since I've been with one. It would help. One hundred percent. Yeah, I'd be lost without mine. I mean, one hundred percent would be you know terrible. Yeah. I'd be lost. I'd be lost. Yeah, well, it's about saying you know throwing a deep crank. Sometimes you're just kind of looking to run into grass randomly. Once you find that grass, chase it down with a drop shot and catch fish that way but obviously having a graph telling you if they're there 100 percent would be nice have you ever been out there float tubing and something swam up against your leg and scared the fuck out of you definitely yeah i've had i've had fish bump me i've had uh, turtles pop up right next to me and uh, <laughs> I, sometimes i'll fish in the salt water and you know oh, you'll have shit. the seals you know the seals come popping up next to you it's like a rapid dog so yeah. it's kind of kind of scary when they're when they're on the prowl out there or do you have your pole? You ever like beating them? Like get, get, get. Nah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta yell at them, but I've never, never had to beat one away. <laughs> Dude, I, that would, that would be. You know, I, I grew up in the south and have always, have always been in the water and shit. But like, I, I don't know. It's just something about if you feel something rub up against you, regardless if you're in a body of water, that the only thing in there that could hurt you would be like maybe a turtle nipping at you would be the worst it could be. There's still that unknown that you're like, oh, shit, what the fuck was that? Yeah, sometimes when you're launching in a random body of water and you found on Google Earth, you'll you kind of definitely get that feeling. The float tubing just is crazy to me. It's so awesome. I'm glad I'm glad we're over here talking about it because I've been I've been curious about it for a while. I've been float curious. Yeah, I mean, kayaking's gotten really popular, it seems, in the last few years and uh, you know, I think it's just kind of an alternative to get on the water. Once you get off the bank and get on the water, it's kind of kind of hard to go back. You know, uh, that's right. That's that's the thing that we talk about a lot with the kayaks. Is it gets you can go buy that two hundred dollar kayak from Walmart, and you can get off the bank and go fish in in you know fish off the bank. So getting off the bank is a huge step for people that have only been on the bank because they yeah, haven't been able to afford it's a game way changer. To get out. It's a game changer for sure. All right. Sorry about ease. that, guys. All right. The ease. Alex said it, and he does this shit all the time. And in the bass industry, we hear this. Bass bass people always, or fish anglers in general, just want to add the ease at the end thing. Oh, do you fish smallies or largies? Oh. Oh. Yeah. This and, like, why the fuck can't y'all just say small mouth or large mouth? Why we got to put ease at the end of all this It's called shit? having I, style, Paul. It's called having a little bit of style. You know what I mean? The, the most style you've ever had on this podcast is when you wear your hookset hoodlum hat, the hat you have, have on tonight. Listen, I just, so the kids have been gone for a whole week uh, down in South Carolina. Actually, not too far from Paul. Um, what in the hell? 
Yeah, they were in Hilton Head. Um, oh, that's I mean, they, late. that's like six. You're closer to me than they were. Anyways, um, they uh, <laughs> they they drove today, the whole time up from Hilton Your Head. Drove well with, with the in-laws. Uh, but they drove. No, the in-laws did. Obviously. Oh, well, you said they drove. I know. I mean, but geez. I uh, we just grabbed them, and my in-laws look like they have gone through the, some <laughs> fucking shit. And as soon as I open up the door, both the kids are already fighting. They're like, that's my bag. You've done this the whole fucking trip. They didn't say fucking. But they were like, you've done this the whole trip. And I just look at my father-in-law, and he goes, just take their stuff and go. I was like, I got it. <laughs> hey, are, are, are we going to have a little Alex running around in nine months? No. Oh. Oh, you had a whole week alone with a Mandy. Yeah, dude. There's no more kids coming out of me. I mean, maybe she will. It ain't from me. <laughs> She's going to have some hard, hard questions to answer. Hey, so since you're in these kind of weird areas, uh, we, you know, as people who are on the water a lot in the outdoors. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, we've already talked about this, so give me your next question. Fuck. I didn't have another one. That was it. I don't even know what you're asking, though, so go ahead and continue. Oh, you piece of shit. Have you seen anything paranormal out there? We had Chris Ooh. Cruz on. Chris Cruz talked about the infamous Louisiana tree beaver, which is really just a crackhead <laughs> stuck in a fucking tree. Um, we know Alex Rudd. He's on the show all the time. He's a firm believer in, uh, in fucking UFOs and Bigfoots and everything. Have you seen anything? Like, what's the weirdest kind of craziest thing you've seen out there? Uh, I've heard some rumbling in the Thule's a few times and some random, you know, cat calls. I've heard there's mountain lions that kind of run around some of the backwaters. So. I thought when you said cat calls, it was something different. It was like, hey, boy, <laughs> what that pee-pee do? <laughs> Squeal like a pig. Wee! Wee! <laughs> All right, so you heard some big cats out there, huh? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I've never seen one personally. Like, heard rumors of some big old snapping turtles. All right. Uh, Never seen one of those. What would you do if you saw an alligator in the water where you were? Asking for a Klondike bar, probably. That's a polar bear, but close enough. <laughs> All right. So I don't. So I don't know if anybody else listens to the lad, last podcast on the left. Right? They're a great podcast. That's nothing to do with fishing. They're fucking ridiculous. But they were talking about how I think it was like last week. This lady was floating with all her friends in tubes. Now they were doing the like, oh, we're going to drink White Claw and float down the river, right? No, and no, uh, and uh, they saw a fucking otter, a river otter. And they're like, oh, my God, it's so cute. <laughs> and this fucking river otter, when it, when it was done, had bitten multiple asses, had also bitten off her fucking nose and a portion of her ear. Yeah. I thought river otters are sweet. I thought they were great. Absolutely fucking not. Now you're in a tube. Like, what's what's your move, Brandon? What's the what's the go-to? You can't give him the Klondike bar. You already gave up that thing to the alligator. He's fucking confused as fuck. He's like, does this guy know I'm an alligator, or does he think I'm a bear? What the fuck? So what's your next move with this uh, river otter? It's got cuteness, we, but it's got to bite. We actually did already talk about that, but it was Shit. fucking river otter. He was sea otters. Oh, yeah, sure, he was sea extra otters. heavy. Yeah, Grab your extra like, heavy rod out and just... <laughs> so you fish salt water in this fucking in this tube? You know, there there's some there's some uh some bays that all fish out here in uh Texas. Okay. But there are great white sharks in West Texas and you out there in a fucking float tube. 
Yellow. Well, listen, if you're ever in San Diego, <laughs> said Yellow. You're no, no, right. It, it, that is. <laughs> if you're ever you're in only, California, you're only going to get bit once, right? If you're ever in California, I know a uh, friend of the show. He was on a long time ago. We got to have him on again, Nick from Casting Crank. That guy's on to some really good, like calico bass. Mostly, it's a mm-hmm. fucking cool scene out in L.A. or wherever the hell he's at. Yeah, bring the float tube out for those. He's out yeah, there in the, kelp, in the kelp fields. Yeah, they're a lot of fun to fish for, especially when the the bass fishing slows down. You just get out on the bay and usually get bit pretty good. So are you? So you said sometimes. So what's your? So you can only bring four rods, right? So so what's that everyday lineup look like? And I know it's going to change with the. Oh Jesus! We we kind of actually did. I'm being for real this time. You fucking asshole! Well, you shouldn't have left. You should have talked to your kids after the podcast. No, it's they're like, going to be in sleep. It, it's like it's like last week, Brandon. Last week, Alex wasn't here for the podcast because he scheduled his daughter's birthday party on the one night of the week we recorded the podcast. It was her fucking birthday. How selfish is that? It was her birthday. Do you have kids, Brandon? I do not. No, just don't, just the cats. Okay, don't have them. Cats are ways you can leave a cat for a week at a time, and you know what? You come back home, they're happy to see you. They probably yeah. thrown up. Oh, two or three times in the house but you know what they're still alive and they're happy to see you and they're probably going to pee in your bag when you get home because they're mad at you for leaving them for a week but you know you don't have to pay anybody to take care of them we, we still get cat sitters and we're gone for just a couple days but our cats are a little spoiled <laughs> all right since you're doing all this camping all right how about this i'm sure you fucking you guys already fucking covered it right but what's that abnormal fucking accessory that most people don't think about that is fucking clutch, right? So, like, friends of mine, they camp all the time. And as an example, she loves the the funnel thing so she can piss outside standing up. Like, that would be her clutch. It's, it's not called a go-girl. It's called a go-girl. That's a good question, though. Yeah, what is your camping, obscure camping thing you have to take? I mean, I wouldn't say it's obscure by any means, but... Having just one of those little thin backpacking air mattresses so you can just camp in the back of your car instead of having to use all that effort to set up a tent, mm-hmm. put all your accessories in the tent and just keep it in your car so you can travel a lot easier. The only negative of that is you can't kind of hold down a camp spot. So if you do go travel somewhere mm-hmm. and come back, the spot can be taken. So there's nothing obscure about it, but just having having like a comfort. Because when you're in the tube or a kayak, you don't want to wake up sore. You got to right. sleep comfortably. So investing in a comfortable sleeping pad is, is, is the most clutch. clutch and maybe cuts. to hold that spot while you're gone, you should uh, take two buckets, right? You got one bucket, obviously, for all your fishing gear. And the other one, you just collect your shits. And then before you leave for the day, you dump out your shits and kind of like mark it to where nobody would want to fucking camp there because there's giant piles of shits. Maybe put a couple needles in the shit. And when they see it, they'll fucking instantly leave and you're good to go. And then you put up a sign that says, seats taken. Can't sit here. <laughs> you can sit here if you want to. What? what is yeah, I mean, camping, when you're off-grid camping, you definitely need to shit somewhere. So a bucket yeah. is clutch, and I guess you could just, you know, keep that bucket there. That, that could that could help. Do you guys when put you, a toilet seat on your bucket? Are you fancy like that? It's only like nine more dollars to, to yeah, upgrade man. to seat. <laughs> We, on on the cutter, we didn't have, uh, we obviously had normal toilets, right? But if we had, uh, 
what's the right word? If we caught some bad guys, right, and the bad guys have to stay on the boat for a while until we can offload said bad guys, they have to be able to use the bathroom and we can't allow them into the ship. So we would, they'd have to use a fucking bucket. And we thought that we were being nice when we had the, the welder carpenter guy on the boat uh, fucking take some two by four and fucking hammer in a toilet seat just to like the side of this fucking bucket. Like it wasn't like built and formed. It was just a fucking just regular toilet seat screwed into two by fours that surrounded the bucket that these guys would have to shit in. That's a stupid story. So when you do go camping, look at him, look at him. Look it's at better him. than so nothing. Yeah. When you do go camping, are you are you doing like the sandwich thing, or are y'all doing some cooking? Do you take a griddle or a camp stove, or are we cooking on a fire? What's your What's your camp cooking setup look? Brandon like? looks like an Uber Eats guy. Like he's Uber. He, he's getting Uber Eats out there. When I'm by myself, I got just some salami and cheese and some chips, some salsa. I keep it pretty minimal. Uh, you know, some bananas for the morning. But when I go with some friends, you know. I'll cook some. We'll cook sometimes at the Coleman Grill, but yeah, when I'm when I'm going solo, I just want to keep it minimal as possible. Have you I got ever? Too, I got too much tackle to take care of. I don't want to bring it. True. Have you ever made a black bean sandwich while you've been camping? I have. I've never. I've eaten them, but I've never made one. That's uh, you, that's, that's on. a little too excessive. Just describe <laughs> what this black bean sandwich you ate. What what did it? What how was it constructed? Well, like a black bean burger, more, no, more so, no. so not a sandwich. I guess no. I've never eaten a black bean sandwich no. before. Yeah. I've eaten a black bean. Yeah, just black dump out a can of, of Goya black beans on some loaf bread and fucking slurp it up. You've never eaten a sandwich, black bean sandwich like that. I'll check that out. <laughs> no, oh, fucking. Yeah. There's only four. one person yeah, in the getting, fucking world who's done that. He was on the podcast a few episodes. I'm getting hungry yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> That was, I feel so bad because he's trying to defend himself so much. And what you guys don't know, maybe I wasn't on that show. So, like, he can't eat bread. And then I was like, well, then, you know, don't be a bitch and call black bean fucking sandwich. And then he was like, yeah, but, and then he even showed us, like, what he eats for lunch. And it was like unsalted tortilla chips and black bean dip. And it was just... I think Dark Horse fucked up by trying to be friends with us because I, I really like those guys and uh, we're just fucking really mean. Yeah. Everybody's really mean to them and I, I appreciate Yeah, I, I appreciate all the brewskis for fucking letting him know that he's a weirdo. <laughs> hey, on the social media side, you, you've already said that you were doing photography, probably which led into being able to do videography and editing and stuff. Did was that the reason you started social media or was it to or were you one of these folks that started it to to like just have a a uh what the fuck about a library of your adventures well they call it content now uh but yeah just whoa, photos whoa. and videos <laughs> just, yeah photos and videos I, i'm just saying it's funny yeah photos and videos yeah it's kind of nice to have that library you know um and at the same time i've met some pretty cool people online as well um but you know i don't like i wouldn't say i go out of my way and sometimes i'll avoid you know like i would love to document every lure in, in the fish's mouth but sometimes i'm like ah, i don't know if i want to you know show that off so i'll just i'll take the lure out you know mm -hmm. so uh, you know i, I show what i want to show on on social media so so your social media then you created a following 
was that on purpose or you just put shit out there and it just it's just happened i i don't know i wouldn't say i have too much of a following but yeah i just kind of put shit out there and just kind of saw what happened and it was kind of fun just to kind of you know see see what would what would happen you know that was kind of like the excitement of it but it was never you know it's not too thought out like like you don't have a strategy you're just you're putting out whatever you want and and, and there's nothing wrong with that that's fucking awesome yeah, that's yeah, what I tried no, no. to do, and it was too much work. So I, I commend you because fucking putting out content is, is it really, honestly, is really is hard. That fucking shit sucks. And the people who do that consistently, like props to you because fuck that. I, I have not the patience for it. I mean, I just find a song on, on there that I've heard while I'm just scrolling around aimlessly that I think is funny. I'll save it and I'll upload that dink that I caught that day or the day before. And call it a day and some people you know sometimes people think it's funny and sometimes people don't and every once in a while that's too hard that's too hard for paul paul can't even fucking do that paul had a really funny like he had a really funny series of videos where he'd catch a fish he'd call the fish a name and i'll just use the example charles and he'd go y'all look this is charles see you later (laughs) charles and then he'd release some it was fucking hilarious and he won't do it I'm because gonna, it's I'm going to do that. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. I'm gonna say, oh, look, this is Jabber Hammer. That's what I'm going to start with. And then yeah. I'm just going to keep going. Honestly, that's going to be my next few videos. I'll, I'll you tag go. you. I'm going to yeah. tag you. Just, you know, but that's gonna be you better fucking video. tag us. Otherwise, hey, you'll if, be on I next forget, if I forget I'm, <laughs> the next podcast, I'm just going to get reamed on. It's going to be awful. By Alex. I don't give yeah. a shit. But use his hashtag, name that bass. You catch a bass. You hold it up. Like, hey, y'all, we call Alex. Alex, go be free and you let it go. But I was doing those because this was like last year, a year and a half ago, where TikTok was like 10 second and less videos on TikTok yeah. were the shit. Yeah. Right? That is what, if you go look at my pin videos with the except, well, you go look at one of my pin videos, they were all like 10 seconds and less because that was what's going. But now TikTok wants these minute plus long things. And I just, that ain't my shit, man. I like the short, sweet, throw stuff together. And they've just changed everything to now they want the long form. Uh-oh, did you drink a beer wrong? I see over there fly, swatting. There's, there's a little bug, bug coming at me. I think it's funny you say that, Paul, because I got that notification again about they're like, hey, mm-hmm. we want to put your podcast on TikTok. You should put it on TikTok. We're here for long-form content. We'll take all podcasts, and it's like, you can submit your podcast up to one hour. I was like, bitch, that isn't even fucking close. <laughs> that is not close to what we're at. But we look, that's, that's where stuff is going right now. When you get on the front end of that kind of stuff, it's stupid right now. And a year from now, Alex is like, man, we should put our podcast on TikTok. We can only do an hour. Know, We'll just put like three one-hour episodes out. You fucking do the editing for that dickhead. No, that's not the relationship that we have for this. I haven't figured that one. We shouldn't be fighting in front of company, but I haven't figured out quite exactly what you do here, <laughs> other than you're like the substitute teacher that comes in when I'm too busy with everything else. <laughs> you're like Mr. Fucking Cool Teacher. You come in. You don't do anything that you're supposed to do. You basically just put a fucking movie on for the class. As you're sitting there drinking your fucking, your whiskey and your coffee, you're like that, that, what was that fucking bad teacher? That's what you are. But that's <laughs> all you Santa. fucking do. 
right? <laughs> I'm bad Santa, the substitute teacher. I have not figured out what you do. So I think that's a great idea. I think if you want to do the poll about if Alex should stop doing the podcast, how about we do another poll? Maybe Paul should have to split up the episodes because he wants them on fucking TikTok. I ran this motherfucker for a whole year plus by myself, so I, I have earned the right to show up and not do nothing for a while. You ran it for ten minutes today while I'll you know he came back and yeah. asked questions that were already already asked. But yeah. See, I knew exactly what he was gonna ask. It just through ESPN. Hold on, Brandon. Hold on, Brandon. So, you gotta no, pick no, a same side. Cycle. Same cycle. Listen, listen, Brandon, you gotta pick a side. You can't just what are you, you can't just be bouncing. You can't be shitting on Jabber and then coming and shitting on me. You gotta pick a side, buddy. I'm going with Ike. I'm going with Ike. <laughs> Ike fan with Jabber. Oh, well, if you're going to go with Ike, that means that you're going to get really old, become super overrated, and uh, oh, make yourself look Lord. like an asshole just to stay relevant. Not at all. Not at all. Like, it is this, this, that's you at the end of this podcast, the last 15 minutes of every podcast where you finish your liquor. You just described <laughs> yourself. No liquor today. I don't know if anybody saw that. Anybody watching? Uh, we used to do this all the time, but look what I found. I found. Uh, uh, gin and soda, Tangeray gin and sodas. Because hey, my basement is hot as fuck. Hey, it's not as hot as my garage. It's Brandon, not. But... Brandon, oh, Alex here has had quite a few episodes. He put out a TikTok this week about uh, like oh. me being stupid drunk, like falling over. I can't even remember what it was. But Brandon, Alex is the one that has had has dropped a a cup full of liquor in his lap live. This was not a regular podcast. This was a live event. Yeah. As I was trying to make fun of somebody else, I was trying to make fun of somebody because they hold their drinks like this. So as I'm <laughs> holding it, I fucking drop it. And the whole, that was the end of the year show. So I think we had like six people live at once. And uh, fucking what a nightmare. Speaking of that, hey, I know it's way ahead of time, but we are doing that again this year. Um, we're going to change the format for it, though. We're gonna we're get people. Have 15 people. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna have fifteen people on at the same time. Um, but it will it, it will still be me, Paul, and Tori, the uh, Bass and Bruce historian, and we're gonna bring folks on who are guests or fans of the show throughout the year. Give everybody like a ten minute block or so uh, to make fun of them. I think I'm gonna. Primary Jumpmaster had a really good question, and he so he today he said he wants a whole episode of pro anglers and how they poop on the water to make sure that he's doing it right. So that might just be the theme of the end of the year kegger is how do you take a shit on the water? So we can talk to Darren. We'll get Darren to come back. I'm sure he'll fucking love that. Um, and we'll, uh, yeah, maybe Coach will come on. Do you think Coach will tell us how he poops on the water, Paul? He, he might, but you know how big of a dumbass I am? I've been calling Tori the librarian for like the last I know. two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. I, I've seen you post that, calling her the librarian, and I haven't corrected you <laughs> once. I think it's the fucking funniest thing ever. <laughs> but at least yes. I spelled it right. So everybody stay tuned. I mean, there's going to be more details, but uh yeah, I've There was one time where I fell, I recorded in my basement and I fell up the stairs. And my wife opened up the door and she just looked at me and she goes, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> and then she goes, "Shut the fuck up. You're way too loud." <laughs> she's a, she's a great wife cuz she asked if I was okay first and then chastised me for it, but uh yeah. We slowed it down a little bit. We slowed it down. No no more big cups. Well, there'll be a big cup next week. Grab a pine cone. Yeah. <laughs> what, excuse, what? A that's a, that's what a, little, that's a primary, primary jump master thing. Yeah. Oh. Grab a pine cone.
That, that's a, he hasn't done that in a long time, and those were so fucking funny. Those uh, funny. And the whole time he's like eating that banana without fucking peeling it, as he's just like eating the whole fucking <laughs> like, yeah. I missed that he one. Needs- I gotta, gotta look back. Is that on the that. one that he he ate the ban- his his desk mate's banana? Yep. He just, well, yeah, he okay. used to do that all the time, and then oh okay, yeah, and then the pine cone, and now he's just got like inspirational army videos. I'm kind of Tony. I'm a little disappointed. Like, like we get it. You wear a cowboy hat at work. Um, not, you're in the cavalry, not. even though the army doesn't have fucking horses anymore. Um, but you need to bring back pine cone man and uh, eating bananas, eating any fruit. You know how you're not supposed to be. I'd like to see you eat an orange, or maybe an apple, the core and all. Good series. Hey Brandon, what's your most viral video? Probably finding snag lures. Honestly, people seem mm. to to love that. I mean, you guys have seen in your other episodes, people. If you get hooked, you know, you can yeah. go viral. I, my most viral videos are finding a, a snag lure. That's yeah, I've crazy. even had people. I've had people ask me if did you plant that? Did you really find that? I'm like, yeah, I'm not just fishing for views here. Big <laughs> snag lures in the in the toolies. I but that's sometimes that happens. Sometimes yeah. that happens. I I went out fishing once with somebody who's, uh, like pretty decently. Not like super famous, but like you know, got a big following on YouTube. And this is back in the day, two years ago. We went wild out fishing. Bill, wild Bill does not count. No, it's not Wild Bill. Um, but uh. We were out fishing, and we were chatting. He goes, oh, shit, I got a fish. Hold on a minute. And then he does the whole, like, GoPro turn on. And he lets out some slack, and then he does a fake hook set. And he goes, oh, yeah, we're hooked up here, sitting here with Swamp Rat fishing. And I'm like, bro, bro, you just faked that. That was (laughs) – and he's, like, looking at me like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, man. Got to do what you got to do. I see lures when I'm out in the kayak. I see lures up in the trees or on the bank or stuff. And I used to try to go get them if they look nice. And then I almost fell in one day. And so now I just look at him and be like, mm, that must have fucking sucked because I'm not falling out of my kayak. <laughs> What's funny is every one of those uh, lures you're talking about is hand bone fishings. <laughs> I- I've definitely gotten close to them and almost popped the tube, you know, in the trouble. Yeah. Shit, kind of yeah. Forgetting what you're doing, getting excited about grabbing it and next thing you know danger's up yeah you're headed I, out saturday morning to go fishing you don't know what the fish are doing you can only take one rod you can only take as many lures as you can fit in your front pocket of your shirt what are you taking wow probably a medium action casting rod you're going to fit that in the front pocket of your shirt? No, but oh. I said the lures, motherfucker. Shut <laughs> so, up, let him answer the question. So I'm just specifying the, you know, the setup. Casting rod, medium action, Cinco's, yep. um, some probably three-out wide gap EWGs, uh, a chatterbait, probably a spinnerbait. That would fit in the pocket comfortably. And I'd hang it, hang, probably hang a jerkbait from that. Mega Bass Vision 110 Junior Plus One. Oh, dude, you hang that thing from your pocket. You're never getting that thing out. <laughs> that thing's stuck in that pocket for days. That's when you get the pocket knife. You just kind of <laughs> oh, put yeah. a hole in there. I think that's a pretty well-rounded setup. I'm disappointed you being from Texas that you didn't try to, you know, put a, a mag draft in there or anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, S waiver is as big, about as about as hefty as I'm going to go with swim bait. Do you do a bunch of swim bait fishing? No, I mean, I've got them, but 
you know, not not much. I, I definitely they don't they don't make it into my box most days I go fishing. I feel like swim bait fishing is now turned into like like people who collect Jordans, right? Like they they go out and they spend a lot of money for these shoes that they're never gonna wear and they just look really nice. So a lot of people go out and buy these really expensive big swim baits. And they don't even fish them, and I get it because they're like one hundred and fifty dollars, and then they just one. hang them. Yeah, it is a cheap one, and then they well, just hang them on the wall. Hey, well, not only that, people will wear their Jordans, but they walk funny so they don't crease them. <laughs> I and saw then, that video. I saw that same then, video, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then they also do stuff that doesn't get them scuffed up. So, like these swim bait anglers will take their three hundred dollars swim bait out there, and then they go like somewhere where there's no trees, no grass, in the middle of the lake, no and they fish, just throw it around. <laughs> That's not all of them, but they, that's a perception I have with a lot of folks on the YouTubes and the Tiki Tacs that are out there with these big, big baits just throwing and, them and never catching anything. They're like, they're not over there in the flooded timber or, or skipping a $300 one up under a dock and shit. They're like, hey, I'm going to go throw this, but we ain't getting nowhere near mm -hmm. the fucking wood. Listen, and I know a lot of, I mean, a lot of people are excited about the Bass and Brews bait coming out, the... uh the long smally, right? And and we're working on some prototypes, but uh, and this is uh, you know a surprise for Paul too. I figure if we're going to be making probably the world's best topwater bait, uh, we should probably get in the swim bait game. And it's really expensive to get a good swim bait, so uh, we're we're able to get a better price point. Um, we were able to team up with a world-renowned swim bait fisherman, the one and only Mike Long. So this swim bait is just a giant <laughs> fucking treble hook with a weight on it and you're going to be able to snag as many fish as you want or you're going to have different sizes um at some point in time we'll have a little bit of steroids you can get off to the side so you can road rage and yell at your neighbor's kid but uh we're definitely looking and to maybe hit icast 2024 with the uh long smolly and the uh the mike long snags a lot and it's triple barbed to make sure that <laughs> none of your fish come off it's it's triple barbed also, it's good for chucking at your neighbor when he finds out that you've been uh, cheating all these years. So, um, yeah. Everybody look out for that. That's the uh, Mike Long Bass and Brews Snag-A-Lot. Do they come in a variety of sizes and colors? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. we're definitely going to do some, uh, you know, some limited release. Like, you want to make sure that uh, when you're doing the Mike Long um, technique, of swim bait fishing you want to make sure you're really matching the hatch and we'll have different kind of metals because i've been talking to him a lot and he said a lot of times copper was better just so you could really slide into the gut of that bass and bring it up there um so you know rehook him with another bait sometimes you want titanium so you can really chuck that thing far and snag multiple digit double digit bass at the same time you know it, it's really going to revolutionize you know what i dare to say it, it's going to be a game changer going to be a game changer you're an idiot i want some underwater footage <laughs> yeah, cast no problem. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's Mike Long. We don't do cast to catch. Um, <laughs> it's just the catch. Yeah. Hey, and, and all those double digits that you catch, we're going to eat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Have you guys, uh, you guys ever read Sow Belly? So it's about the, the swing, it's about the breaking the world record in Southern California for bass, right? And this guy goes in, and this is before all the Mike Long stuff before he found out um, he was an excellent fisherman and really proud to have him on the team at Bass and Brews. But uh, they go in and talk about these guys, how they're just like, you know, crazy obsessed with it. Um, but even back then, they were talking about how much of a fucking lunatic Mike Long was. Like, And this is before anything broke, and they were just talking about how 
Like he wouldn't give up spots. And it's so funny because I read the book like after the whole controversy came out and like these guys are like, we're seeing the behavior that we come to find out later on was like him specifically cheating. But in the book, they paint him as like crazy, but like eccentric. So they're like, no, it's just, he's really in tune with trying to catch the fish. He's like, no, that motherfucker was cheating the whole time. Uh, really interesting book though. They talk about, I know at one point there was like a standoff between two bass boats, both of them with shotguns drawn down on each other because uh, they saw what they thought was a world record bass sitting on a bed. So they were literally going to shoot each other trying to catch this fucking fish. It was crazy. So if you read this whole book, I'm assuming it was mostly pictures. No, no. I can read better than you, Paul. As long as it's English. As long as it's English. Because when you fucking text me, it's not English. And I know it's because you do text-to-speech. And Siri, anytime you talk to her, she instantly puts out a fucking Amber Alert. Because she's like, there's some dumb child lost talking to me. Oh, shit, my phone turned on. My AirPods were messed up. I got new <laughs> AirPods, and I talked to Texted today, and it didn't mess up one single word. That's good. That's I'm good. proud of myself. I'm proud of All myself right. for sure. We are about ready to get to the most decisive portion of our podcast. Before we get there, Brandon, I want to give you a chance to shout out whoever you'd like. Um Because uh, after this, it might be all down the tubes. You might head into the uh, dark, dark waters. Just going to shout out that future double-digit bass I'm going to bring to that tube one of these days. Yep. And that's it. Where can I find you on social media? Uh, Just at Throw Luck Fishing. And what platforms are those? TikTok, IG? Are you on YouTube at all? or Just TikTok and, and, uh, and IG, yep. Okay. Nice. All right, man. This is it. This is, uh, like I said, this is either going to make people really love you or uh they're they're gonna fucking hate you so this is the shotgun round paul where's the sound effect we need off the top questions no thinking no ums and after your answer we can dive into them if we need to but right away we need everything all right ready is that what you did that's fucking stupid um crocs there we go that's much better Crocs or flops? Flops all the way. Never own Crocs. Mm. Missing out, man. Missing out. Uh, fuck, I got to remember these questions now. We haven't had Oh, Lord. Yeah, pull them out, Paul. Uh, I'll remember what I can. All right, so you're on the water. Three hours on the water. Would you rather catch five two-pounders or one seven? One seven all the way. That would be my PB. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, my man. That's right. Let's catch one big. Keeping it honest. There What's you your go. PB now? Uh, 5'11". That's that's to small. Be, look, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> they don't get they don't get big out here in Texas. Yeah, know? Texas. <laughs> Texas is known for their small bass. <laughs> oh, HIV, you know, it just it's, it works for me. I don't know what the deal is. Listen, that's why we're going to bring you on as pro staff for the uh, Mike Long Snag a lot. <laughs> Hey, we'll give you a discount I, code that charges you 10% extra when you buy stuff. If, if you bought the banjo minnow at one point in your life, you get <laughs> yeah. a discount. Yeah, absolutely. No, You're in the wait, veterans wait. program. The banjo minnow was was ahead of its time. If you bought the fucking helicopter lure, which yeah. I did twice. Of course you did. Then course, you you're an asshole. You yeah. If you, you bought did. the helicopter lure twice, you're an asshole. <laughs> that infomercial yeah. didn't get me, but the banjo minnow. Yeah. I think my parents parents get their credit card out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, dude, that was a swim bait before swim baits. 
It kind of was, like a, yeah. It's kind of like a fluke. It's kind of like mm-hmm. no sucking a fluke almost, honestly. Mm-hmm. What was the one that would float backwards? Which one was that? It, it was like a flat. So it looked like a tube, except it was flat, but it had the little tube appendages. Which one was that? Because I had oh. that one too. Yeah, I don't know. If, if I mean, if it was in the nineties, I, I know you know what I'm. I talking wasn't about, bass don't fishing you? in the nineties. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I but yeah, I can't recall the name. It wasn't as memorable as banjo minnow. Yeah, the helicopter lure. If you want, I, I do remember the helicopter lure. I didn't buy into that one, but yeah, it's basically just what a three inch little body, a hard body with a little helicopter propeller it, blade. It, it looked like it looked like a, a dildo with helicopter blades. Perfect. So, I mean, so, and if you wanted to fuck up some line, throw a helicopter lure on, on some trilane and about three cast big in. Big game hunter. Because all that shit was nothing but that line was wound up like a damn top ready to spin, man. It was did so you, terrible. Did you ever get bit on it? Yeah, the little farm ponds that I fished, I caught fish on it. That's why I bought a second one because you catch one fish on it, tear that motherfucker all up. And so you had to buy another <laughs> one. But yeah, I caught fish on it, but man, it it literally was like throwing a five pound weight out there because when you were reeling it in, there was so much. It was just so much in there, man. It was like it was just it's like reeling in a weight. It's crazy. But yeah, I caught some fish on it. Nothing nothing worth paying what I paid for. Right. All right. Uh, wacky or Texas? Texas all the way. I I oh. should throw wacky worm more, but and I mean. Since I've been fishing for, I used to just throw the Texas rig starting out. It was like the only lure I even thought about for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so Texas rig, hundred percent. I thought you were a wacky rig guy, being in the grass and all. Okay. Nope. We did say right to the point answers. We did. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Hundred percent. Pepperoni. Pepperoni and pineapple. New York style, thin crust, crunchy. It's got gotta be, gotta be. None of that, none of that Chicago bullshit that they call pizza. It's not even a pizza. It's a fucking. It's a, it's a casserole. Pot. Yeah, it's fucking it's awful. A casserole. Pizza it's awful. casserole. Um, man, I think that's all I can remember except for. Nope. nope. Slow jams or hype music. Yeah, fuck. I forgot about that one. Let's go with hype music, hundred percent. I'm I'm driving to the lake early. I'm trying to stay alive with being tired. I got to get hyped up. What What's in pumping? rotation right yeah. now? What's in rotation on your way to the lake? It, you know, sometimes it's a little too much, especially when I'm all jacked up from, like, my Red Bull, but this New York hardcore band called Backtrack. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I've been listening to them. That'll get you fired up. Yeah. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> then you get um, the two and the bite slow. They're not biting reaction baits, and you're like, all yeah. right, calm down. Take a breath. Drink your water. Make sure it's on your pee bottle and you know get the drop shot going. You're over there. You're over there so hyped up, shaking that the ripples are coming out from the damn See, tube. You might want to start with the drop shot. With you fucking shaking so much, you're gonna give it a hell of an action underneath there. Yeah, the swim jig. I know you're about the swim jig. Just doing that whole oh, damn shake the swim jig. Hell yeah. Yeah, he never gets to fish it though because he throws the bitch off every time he casts it. It's not true. Um, uh, I, I went fishing last Friday, uh, threw around uh, a jackhammer, and uh, when I left, or not a jackhammer, I'm sorry, a slobber knocker, and uh, by the end of the trip, still had the same slobber knocker. I lost, I lost the biggest chain pickerel I've ever fucking seen in my life, and this thing was so big, 
it fucking snapped my rod at the base and not on the hook set. It literally bent the rod all the way over to where the tip touched my knuckles and then snapped. And then I tried to hand line him in and he got his head up. Of course, I didn't have a fucking net and he broke me off like he sliced it up. But this thing was fucking huge. It must not have been big enough if you didn't lip it. Yeah, no shit. And there, there, I, I was thinking about it because I'm, I'm like, no shit. The fucking biggest pickerel I've ever caught in my life. The fucking head was massive on it. And it didn't even, like, fight like a pickerel. It just was, like, I thought I caught a catfish because it just used its weight to, like, sit down instead of, like, a pickerel would be darting everywhere. He did none of that. He was a fucking fat son of a bitch. It was a good fish. But it broke a rod on it. I was like, fuck. It's another excuse to go online and buy a rod and some tackle we don't need. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, yeah, you go to Pure Fishing and get you a new rod, man. There you go. Get you a Fenwick. Those Fenwicks, those new Fenwicks are nice. Uh, what am I missing, Paul? Have you ever eaten largemouth bass? Oh, yeah. Never eaten largemouth, no. Mm. Like my choice? Fish. or Like you don't want to eat them? Like. Why, why have you never eaten one? Are you just not a game fish eating person? I mean, I've probably eaten trout a couple times, you know, but just never, never thought about eating bass. And then just from the beginning, you know, I don't care if someone wants to keep their limit, go for it. But yeah, I've just never, uh, never been a someone who keeps them. There's something about catching fish. And down here in the South now, we catching catfish, crappy brim and bass, right? There's nothing like being on a camping trip and keeping a mess of fish and deep frying them out there in the wide open. It, yeah, but my man already said that he goes high speed, low drag. He's not bringing a whole pot to fucking fry some fish. <laughs> <laughs> He's bringing Doritos and a fucking bologna. The Jabber's right, though. I've definitely cooked up yeah. some trout on some trip in the mountains, and it, there is something yeah. about, you know, you're out there for a few days and you're, you're, you're eating something good that you caught. Well, I mean, speaking of uh, eating stuff, maybe when you're camping, uh, have you ever eaten beaver? Never have. No, it's jerky, definitely, but not beaver. Beaver's delicious. If you ever get a chance, man, jump on it. Get it barbecued like you would a hog. Mm. Man, some barbecue sauce. Paul mm. says that, but he's he, he's never eaten it. Oh, yeah, right. I float tube in some waters that had beavers cruising or down the river. They ever come fuck with you? Not me, no, yeah, but they were they were kind of bobbing around. Some people said they saw them, but I never uh -huh. saw them. They didn't there. do the the uh, the tail slap. <laughs> yeah, nah, it's it been cool to see. No, there's no, there's nothing fucking worse. Like you're in the kayak, it's early in the morning. You're not really paying attention. You're, you're fishing down the bank, right? And then all of a sudden, all you hear is what sounds like a fucking cannonball <laughs> dropping out of the sky. And it's because there's the a fucking shit out of you. Right? There's like a beaver, yeah. a stealth beaver that comes up, slaps it. Like they slap their tail and they're like 10 feet from you. Scares the fucking shit out of you. I've dropped a rod over the side and almost fell in trying to get it back up. Because it literally, I was like, what the fuck? And I dropped the rod. Like, fuck those beavers. Yeah, I mean, I love beavers. If you've ever but... shot a gun near water and the bullets hit the water, I mean, that's exactly what it sounds like. It will scare the shit out of you. All right, so you did well on the shotgun round. This is the one that's going to, you know, either going to make you famous or, you know, send you to fucking, <laughs> send you to Brewski hell. Um, every <laughs> great angler, hell. every great angler loves a good sandwich. What are your top three sandwich proteins? 
Gonna have to go with salami, turkey, and bacon. My man, Fucking see, solid. Safe at, safe. And look, the great thing about all those proteins, you can put all of them on the same sandwich. Absolutely. That fucking shit is awesome. Listen, with you being from West Texas, I was really worried we were going to get a fucking goofy answer. Um, so. <laughs> well, he's I listening to the podcast. I haven't cut a DD, but um, I, can, I know how to make a decent sandwich. There we go. Perfect. That's all you yeah. need. All right, Brandon, it's been awesome having you on the show. Thanks for coming on. Again, you guys can find him at Throw Luck Fishing on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, also, he just texted me. You can also find him on OnlyFans. He didn't know if he should mention that on the podcast or not. Um, just replaced the L uh, with an F in his name, um, and he'll be there. Uh, he's going to be dressed exactly the same, uh, hat, glasses, hair, but then nothing else. So I hope you guys enjoy that. <laughs> and uh, I think with that one, uh, let me find the. Yeah, everybody, we'll uh, we'll see. Hope you guys are enjoying oh, this. Whoa, 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 Alex, Alex, yeah, go fuck yourself. Oh, <laughs>